Hello, and welcome to the Sky U Podcast by The Daily Gopher. I'm Chris, Go AU Fur. With me this week is Andy, Gopher Guy 05. Good evening, everybody. And U Street. Hey, all. So, um, we are not going to delve into politics. I am stating this clearly. Uh, however, tonight is the State of the Union Address, which means it's time for us as bloggers to do that easy thing where we take something else in the world and turn it into our own content. Uh, it's time for us to take a look at the Gopher State of the Union or State of the Gopher Union or I don't know, whatever way you want to take it. We're going to talk quickly about just generally how we feel uh, about uh, Gopher sports and then we can get into some details, you know, uh, as we get into specific sports that are playing right now. Um, Andy, I guess I'm going to start with you. Uh, you know, we've we've had a, a football season that uh, had its ups and downs, a basketball season that's having its ups and downs, hockey and so on and so forth. How do you feel about the state of Gopher sports right now? Well, to quote every single president in the last 35 years, the state of the union is strong. But in, in reality, things are looking up for Minnesota. I mean, you've got you've got an obvious team on the rise, uh, football wise, with PJ Fleck. Um, you know, a good another good recruiting class to hopefully build on that. Um, there's definitely some uncertainty in the basketball program, but you know they haven't been garbage; they've been decent, and it's just a matter of trying to put together a couple of uh, decent wins here and down the stretch, and to see. Um, you know, whether you can make, hang on and make the NCAA tournament, in which case, you know, I think, um, you can make the argument that, that, that team's doing better than it has been in a while. Um, obviously the, the hockey team is in a bit of a slump, but I think with, uh, with Bob Motzko, it'll take a couple of years, but he'll get things turned around. And I think the most important part is that, um, you know, the non-revenue aspect of the Gophers is really where things are really standing out, um, you know, uh, I'll have a piece coming out in the morning for non-rev recap, but the women's hockey team's ranked number one in the country right now. The women's basketball team, while inconsistently consistent, as we'll talk about in a little bit, has shown signs of uh, making some, some big wins uh, when they upset Rutgers last week. Um, you know, the, the gymnastics team has got one of the best gymnasts in the Big Ten. She's only a sophomore. Um, the wrestling team has quite possibly the best heavyweight wrestler in the country. He's only a freshman. So, you know, I think from top to bottom, the uh, the Gopher Athletic Department is, is headed in the right place. And, uh, you know, you can obviously make some changes and make some tweaks here and there. But overall, I think we're in a we're in a pretty good spot going forward. Street, are you kind of in agreement with Andy, or how are you feeling? Yeah, I would add the State of the Union from a blog perspective is strong. Uh, this year, Andy and I waved at each other during a go for football game. <laughs> Yay, friendship! So we we continued uh, we continued the ability of of seeing each other for approximately two minutes or so in actual person once a year, which was positive. Yeah, I think everything Andy said is absolutely correct. Also, from a financial perspective, it appears that the athletic department finances are in good shape such that if something happens that they need to make a change in any of the major programs the department will not have a problem paying for it attendance is a little bit of a problem i think there's a combination of reasons certainly our uh, fan board representative could probably delve very deeply into some of them but i would say broadly from a business perspective there are two problems first is the teams aren't winning as much as they should it's shocking but it turns out that when teams win more people want to see them 
And I imagine that uh, the ticket prices and the associated fees and donations, you know, voluntary donations or whatever, are still much too high relative to the product on the field. That is something that I think the uh, administration really probably does need to take a look at, especially in the next one to four years, because they're the TV money is not going to be here forever, and I think it makes sense to start planning for what happens when that TV money uh, dips, which I would expect it's going to do probably in the next uh, five to ten years and certainly at the end of the next contracts because of uh, increased streaming, those, uh, those associated standpoints. From a big picture perspective, the primary revenues sport football looks to be in good hands. The primary other revenue sport basketball is uh, still currently in a situation that it controls its own destiny. The magic number is unfortunately with the loss to Purdue on Sunday still four, but there is definitely a path to get into the NCAA tournament, a very competitive Big Ten this year, which would keep Richard Pitino's job. Uh, if Richard Pitino does not have a job next year, this, I think, has become a very attractive destination for another coach who could walk into a very nice uh, situation, both from a team on the floor as well as facilities, but also upcoming recruits. And then, as Andy mentioned, I think the non-revenues, uh, which are always in some sense a strength for the University of Minnesota, have been uh, really positive and looking forward seems uh, quite positive. I trust Andy for literally everything go for hockey related, so I will also trust him in relation to Bob Motzko. I think you guys pretty much hit on everything I would have covered. I think my positives are football, yay attendance across sports boo and you know you've you've covered all the reasons so uh, i i'll i got to admit uh if you told me that we'd be feeling the way we're feeling right now after the illinois game in the fall i'd have laughed at you i, I would have thought that although i would have still i feel kept a fairly even uh even keel even approach to where we were um I think it would have been hard to feel quite as optimistic, but of course that's not the end of the season and the, uh, the Gophers finish strong. And, and when that happens, uh, it's a lot easier to be happy come February. So, all right. Uh, well, I mean, we're talking about basketball and, and talking about February, we're kind of hitting the home stretch. Um, certainly the, the time of year when, when you're a bubble team like Minnesota is, you really need to be making some noise and having some success. Uh, street, what do you see for the basketball team right now as a chance against Wisconsin coming up this week? I think the Gophers have a, quite a good chance against Wisconsin. For one, it's at home. Minnesota plays substantially better at home than they play on the road. They are less likely to have massive collapses at home for some reason. That's a pretty commonplace thing for them to do on the road. Wisconsin represents a difficult matchup for Minnesota on the one hand in that Wisconsin, as you know, is an affront to the game of basketball, which means they play at an absurdly slow pace. They are perfectly content with a game that would finish 24-23. Minnesota loves to get out in transition. The Gophers do substantially better in both the primary break but also the secondary break. Their half-court offense frequently leaves something to be desired. Wisconsin, uh, outside of the Kohl's Center, is less likely to get obvious flop calls, so that's potentially a positive towards the Gophers, but this is a, it's a good defensive basketball team. Uh, overall, you know, Wisconsin is a, a top, top 10 defense nationally adjusted. They're second in the conference. They have a solid offense. Wisconsin's got a really interesting statistical profile in that they are the best three-point shooting team 
in the conference by percentage. They are a top five two-point shooting team in the conference by percentage, and they are the worst free-throw shooting team in the conference. Which means if this game gets close, I would suspect that Hacka Ethan Happ will uh, come out into force again uh, very strongly. And I think that in some way favors the Gophers. For Minnesota to win on Wednesday, we're recording this on Tuesday, for Minnesota to win, I think really what they have to do is execute a similar game plan to one they executed when they went to, to Madison earlier uh, earlier this year. That is, they need to prevent easy threes from shooters that they are actually worried about. In the Wisconsin game previously, they were more than willing to let Nate Reavers just shoot all over the place, and he promptly responded by being terrible at that. Now, I don't think he's going to have a similarly bad game, nor, <clears throat> excuse me, nor for that matter do I think Wisconsin will have a as bad of a game shooting as they did, because they had some good looks that just didn't fall. What I do think they can take away is that if Minnesota runs shooters off the line and with now the health of Eric Curry, they have someone else to go against Ethan Happ along with Daniel Oturo, Jordan Murphy, and Matt Stocksman if he needs to see the floor, they have enough bigs that they can throw such that uh, Wisconsin taking tough twos is an absolutely great win for Minnesota. So that's the first thing they need to do. The second thing is uh, someone needs to make uh, three-pointers on the regular. The likelihood is that would be Gabe Kalsher. Uh, but he has an up and down year so far. But if Gabe is making three-point shots, at least one other person on the team does. Whether that be Amir Coffey, whether that be Dupree McBrayer has been going through a little bit of a slump, uh, someone else needs to step up because that will force Wisconsin to uh, to extend their defense, which will open up driving lanes. And Minnesota, at most positions, at least with their stars, is more athletic than Wisconsin this year. So that's the second thing. And then the third thing is it whenever possible, increase the pace against this team. Get a lot of fouls, get to the free throw line, and make your free throws. I'm concerned that you don't believe Brad Davison is the most athletic player on the floor. Well, what with his what with his magic ability to fly backwards. I'm not gonna look look. Am I gonna say that Brad Davison is the most athletic basketball player I've ever seen? No. Am I gonna say that Brad Davison is one of the cheapest, dirtiest players I've ever seen? Yes, yes, I will. <laughs> truth. Hashtag truth. Uh, Andy, is there anything particular you're hoping for out of tomorrow night's game? Win. Short, short, like sweet. It. Win. Better, succinct. Better dead than red. Don't let, uh, don't let them have the, uh, don't let them have the pressure coming into to Williams and, and run it out. I mean, I can't, I can't even imagine. Um, you know, we were talking about the last time the Gophers swept football and basketball in the same academic year it was like seventy two, seventy three. It, I'm sure it's been a while. Somebody went back and, and figured out when the last time the Gophers swept the season series with the Badgers in basketball was. But uh, uh, it was '09. Okay, well, never mind. That's been that long. But uh, ten years—that's long enough. Let's let's do it again. That would be uh, that'd be nice to to get that and you know another big win, um, you know, for our ncaa tournament hopes and you know might bump our magical net ranking up a little bit for whatever reason and uh you know i'm sure somehow i'll magically go down if that happened anyways but um no just win get a win you've got the potential you know you can do it it's just a matter of execution and doing it so hopefully uh hopefully the good gopher team shows up not the bad gopher team but we'll see 
Yeah, I remember it was 09 because uh, that was the year that Westbrook, Lawrence Westbrook, went off in the second game and single-handedly won it. And I got to leave a broom in one of my coworkers' uh, cubicles with a little heart, a gold heart taped around it, and the inside said, uh, uh, thank you for the sweep, hugs and kisses, Lawrence Westbrook. Um, and he didn't take too kindly. I remember him walking in that morning, and all of a sudden I heard swearing from three rows over. and I knew my gift was appreciated. So, uh, Okay, so it's weird to think about because, as far as I'm concerned, National Signing Day, when you're a Minnesota team, for the most part, is actually the one in December because we really, under Fleck in this new two-tier signing day, haven't seen much in the way of actual National Signing Day because, I guess, Tomorrow is still the official signing day. I haven't seen a lot of action on that day. Um, but I think uh, we it looks like from Twitter we have a, we have something to talk about. Um, uh, Andy, can you tell us a little bit about uh, the JUCO safety that I think I saw come across the, the Twitter sphere? Yeah, uh, National Signing Day is, is tomorrow, as Chris was saying. And uh, the Gophers signed most of their class in the early signing day in December, but they will be signing one player tomorrow. Um, and that's going to be, uh, Juco All-American safety, Javarius Owens. Um, now there's a couple of good connections going in on here. Um, Owens apparently originally, uh, went to Kansas state and enrolled there where he spent the 2017 season. Didn't see much action, if any at all, I think. Um, and then he was recruited to uh, Northeastern Oklahoma by, uh, then the Northeastern head Oklahoma head coach and now current Gopher head coach, or excuse me, Gopher tight end coach, Clay Patterson. Um, so that's how there's one connection there. Um, but he was a first-team Juco All-American safety. Um, you know, 24-7 has him rated as the number five Juco safety in the country. Um, basically the equivalent of a three-star recruit. Um but he will supposedly be signing with the Gophers tomorrow uh, over other interests from Texas Tech and Louisville. Um, but he will he will be a Gopher, and he will have the potential to, to jump right in um, and uh, compete for a spot in the Gopher secondary. Uh, you know, some secondary safety depth specifically is, is something that we've been looking for. Um, we'll have Benny Sapp Jr. and uh, Antoine Winfield, of course, back losing, losing Jacob Huff. Um, but you know, the, the depth is a little thin. So having Owens be able to step in and if not, you know, earning a starting spot right away, at least be able to rotate in will be uh, pretty big here for the Gophers in the fall and sort of closes a little bit of a, a gap hole that, that we had. And, um, you know, he's definitely got some ability. He's going to have three years to play three. Um, so he'll come in in the fall and have three, three years of eligibility, which, uh, if he steps in to be a key player here for the Gophers will be a pretty big deal coming down the next three seasons, obviously. Uh, another recruiting news, we lost out on that really talented D-tackle from Tennessee, if I'm correct. Yeah, Christian Williams, the uh, defensive tackle who at once basically was committed about a week before signing day and then decided he didn't want to sign in the fall. Um, it's been sort of known all along that, uh, you know, he probably wasn't going to sign with Minnesota, but they still were working on him, had high hopes and, and things like that. And uh, he officially decommitted a couple days ago, and it sounds like he, I don't think I've seen him make an official declaration, but it sounded like it was coming down to either Oregon, Memphis, or Indiana. Um, 
So we may still see him in the Big Ten a little bit if he decides to, to go to Indiana, but I think it sounds like he'll either be Oregon or Memphis. Um, but, uh, yeah, and I mean, he would have been a nice spot, but he, you know, as, as some people are saying, he's going to sort of go down, um, you know, like the wide receiver, I'm blanking on his name, who ended up at Central Florida after toying with a couple different teams and... Dredrick um, uh, uh, Snelson. There you go. Thank Snelson, you. Snelson, yeah. So he'll go down as this year's Snelson. Um, we'll see if he actually makes an impact in college or whether he just sort of fades off. Snelson actually had a decent career at UCF. Um, he declared for the draft, so it'll be interesting to see where he gets drafted in, in uh, April, by the way. But um, yeah, no, he would have been a, would have been a big fit. Um, but you know, I think the Gophers got a lot of good uh, defensive tackle talent without Williams. Uh, between Rashad Chaney and Keontae Shad and things like that. So I think we'll be okay on the defensive line. Um, and honestly, if it comes down to picking up another big D-tackle or or uh, this safety that we got here, as it sounds like with the two transfers we picked up, we really only had one spot for either of them. Um, you know, I think, honestly, depth-wise, the, the safety spot's going to be more key in the long run anyways. So, um, you know... It is what it is, and we'll see where he ends up and if he actually makes an impact in college or not. Um, otherwise, with National Signing Day tomorrow, you'll see the Gophers honor, um, sort of give the treatment uh, that they gave to their original early signers to their 10 uh, preferred walk-ons. Um, they'll sort of get the same graphics and things like that, I would expect, so you'll see those coming across Twitter tomorrow. Um you know, we've got a couple of, I, I can't remember exact names off the top of my head, but we've got a couple of good local kids from the Twin Cities area. Uh, we got one or two kids from Wisconsin. Um, there was a quarterback who we had, uh, River Falls, Wisconsin, who ended up uh, rescinding his walk-on offer and is now actually getting a scholarship offer at North Dakota State. Um, but we've got a couple of, you know, a, a lineman, a couple of tight ends, a couple of linebacker possibilities that... You never know when they might develop into some key players, the next Blake Cashman or something like that. So uh, having a strong and robust preferred walk-on program is always good, always key, and uh, you know, chances are at least one or two of the, the players who get uh, announced tomorrow end up uh, earning some significant playing time here in a couple of years. I'm going to pivot to Cashman in just a second. Uh, I found it interesting that we landed a commit for the 2021 class, uh, uh, just to be clear for anyone who's not keeping track, this is the 2019 class. Next year's recruiting class is 2020. So we landed a verbal commitment from a 2021 uh, uh, class kid, a quarterback, if I if I remember correctly, Sam Jackson. Uh, so, uh, you know, no need to dive too deeply there. Carrying is creepy and all that. And, and frankly, for a kid who's two classes away, it's especially creepy. But in case you missed it, we're already signing or signing getting verbals from kids uh, for the 2021 class. Um, Blake Cashman, uh, for the, here's the transition. For those who aren't aware, Blake Cashman joins Donnell Green as uh, the two Gopher players invited to participate in the NFL Combine uh, in Indianapolis. So that's actually really exciting and certainly a really cool honor for for uh, Blake, um, a walk-on who obviously earned a scholarship and has been a big contributor at Minnesota um, doesn't obviously guarantee anything uh, for either of those players in terms of their their draft stock, uh, but it's a much better place to be um, to be part of the combine than it is to uh, have to do it as part of your pro day back at uh, in Stadium Village. So 
Um, congratulations to, to both Blake and Donnell on being a part of the NFL Combine. Hockey. I know there was some less than idealness at times for hockey. Andy, do you want to kind of talk us through what's been going on? Yeah, sure. Um, we'll start with the men. The men uh, got another home split this past weekend. Uh, Michigan was in town and the Gophers lost uh, four to three on Friday night um, in a game that was sort of back and forth, and then a really good second period, and then the third period, the Gophers just forgot how to play hockey again. Um, got a win there, and then they came back and got a win on uh, Saturday. Um, you know, so they're keeping pace in the Big Ten. They're still in second place in the conference right now with uh, eight conference games left, if I remember. Um, the trick will be. Michigan and Notre Dame, who are right behind them, each have a game in hand, although it is against each other. So, um, you know, they'll be able to make up a little bit of ground, or somebody at least will be able to make up a little bit of ground. Uh, the bigger t- issue for the Gophers is they still have to face several of the toughest teams. Uh, Ohio State is pretty much running away with the conference. Um, not this upcoming weekend, but the weekend after, the Gophers have to go play them for a series in Columbus. Uh, they have to go to Penn State this weekend, which has been a house of horrors for the Gophers in, in the recent past, especially last year, uh, where Minnesota lost four straight games to have their season end at, at Penn State. So, um, you know, getting getting road splits is basically going to be essential here to try and maintain a home ice position for the Big Ten tournament. Um, you know, the chances of an at-large NCAA tournament bid have pretty much sailed and gone goodbye now. So, uh, really the only way the Gophers are going to make the NCAA tournament is by winning the Big Ten. So getting that second seed, if you can, is going to be huge, because that way you've at least got, uh, you know, home games all the way up to uh, the Big Ten championship game, unless somebody gets upset, and then you might be able to host that too. So um, it's going to be key for the Gophers to, to win as many Big Ten games as they can down the stretch to lock up home ice and see what they can do, because this team has been... Well, it's been inconsistent. They've been inconsistent as well on the road. They went to Michigan State and got swept by the Spartans, and then they went to Notre Dame and swept Notre Dame. So um, you really don't know what team's going to show up on a, on a nightly and weekend basis, so all you can really do is just try and amass as many points as you can and, and hope for good things to happen. Uh, on the women's side, the women uh, hosted UMD last weekend, and uh, they lost in the first game 3-2 in overtime but came back to win the second game 5-3. Um, apparently that was good enough for the voters. Wisconsin lost up in Bemidji to Bemidji State on Friday. Uh, so with she's team getting a loss, Minnesota still got enough votes to leapfrog the Badgers, and they are now number one in the country in both polls with Wisconsin number two. Um, so that's nice. It's the first time the Gophers are ranked number one since uh, the poll right after they won the 2016 National Championship. Um, it's the first time in the regular season that they've been number one since 2015. So um, hopefully the Gophers can, can continue to find some momentum. They've got the weekend off. They've only got uh, two conference weekends left before the WCHA tournament and then the NCAA tournament. But, uh, you know, looking at the rest of the, the rest of the teams in the country, um, you know, Northeastern's been number three for a while. They lost tonight in the, in the Beanpot semifinals. Uh, a lot of the other Eastern teams are beating up each other. It's, it's fairly obvious Minnesota and Wisconsin are the best two teams in the country. So it most likely will uh, come down to, to them, and, and we'll have to see if they hold their seeding to, to be one and two going in so they wouldn't 
in theory, face each other till the national championship game rather than the, uh, the <laughs> national semifinals. But um, this has all the marks of uh, the Gophers and Badgers are going to be facing off here a couple of times, probably for the WCHA championship and probably, hopefully, for the uh, national championship here in the next six weeks. As it should be. I mean, I, I, honestly, let's face it, Wisconsin sucking would, would also be nice, but if they have to face somebody, they might as well face somebody we hate. Make it count. Make it worth something. Um, uh, you know, Street, I know you're just full of hockey predictions. Uh, what do you think happens uh, for the men this weekend? Do we do we split? Do we sweep? I'm, I'm looking for your knowledge to come forth. Obviously sweep. I imagine probably 13-2 to two the first night and uh, maybe a slightly lower scoring game, say 9 9-1 on the second one. I swear to God, if you're right, I don't know what we're going to do. That'd be a little scary. Um, Let's put it this way. If he's right by those exact scores, I will streak through the uh, Coleman yard naked. Front yard or backyard? Both. Honestly, y'all are going to want to see that. So I think everyone should just sort of hope I'm right. (laughs) (coughs) Make it, make it be right. Make him earn it. Um, I don't. Know, as long as we're talking predictions, real quick, let's 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 finish up with uh, predictions for for basketball tomorrow. Uh, Andy. Uh, oh, jeez. Do I go with the head or do I go with the heart? Um. You know, the the biggest question is going to be. Can they hold off the run? And we've seen this team has struggled the last few games with holding off the team's run. Um, you know, they had a big lead at Purdue, and then all of a sudden Purdue got hot, and the Gophers had no answer. Um, they had an answer when they were home against Iowa. Um, I'm going to say their answer is they just hack the crap out of Ethan Happ, and he shoots 40% from the free throw line, and the Gophers pull it out. Minnesota wins 66-63. Street Minnesota by five, uh, probably first to first team to sixty wins. I'll go Minnesota by three, and they don't break. Nobody breaks sixty. And also, Wisconsin basketball is a plague upon all of us. May we never be forced to watch it more than occasionally in a season, because God, it's just awful. I hate it so much, so very, very much. All right. That's another SkyU podcast in the can, folks. Uh, Thanks again for listening. Go Gophers. SkyU Ma, row the boat.